Blog Talk Radio. back to a better world. This is your host, Mitchell J. Rabin, and I'm very glad you're joining us again today. Today we're going to have a fun little show. I have invited on a dear friend and colleague, Rick Ulfick, of the We the World and We.net. He's been doing wonderful work for decades in the space of social activism, environmental awareness, and bringing people together for uh, much-needed social action. And today's show is specifically about Earth Day that's coming up, and we celebrate it every year here through Planet Heart, Andrew Kane's wonderful little organization. And it'll be on April 22nd, what we now call Earth Day. And we're going to have a wonderful roster of speakers. And we want to let everybody know it's free. It's on Zoom. It's open to the public, and uh, so the commute is not far. You just have to meander over to your computer and uh, tune in. So, Rick, so good to have you on again, my friend, and I'd love to hear you tell us a little bit about the celebration. Sure. It's great to be on with you, Mitchell, Um, and we've uh, done this many times before on your show, so it's a pleasure being back. (laughs) We have. Yeah. and. and so, um, just so folks know, um, yes, uh, I'm the founder of We the World and the We campaign at We.net. And We the World is a global coalition-building organization with 11 campaigns for change. And you can find out more by going to We.net. Um, and yes, we're so excited to tell you about our plans for, for Earth Day. Um, as you mentioned, Mitchell, um, Planet Heart, which was founded by Andrew Kane in association with We the World and with collaboration of A Better World, uh, mm-hmm. presents the 14th annual World Peace Earth Day celebration um, for 2021. And I guess the byline is awakening humanity's consciousness as one, celebrating our planet, healing our heart. And it's Thursday, April 22nd, uh, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And people can check this out live by going to We The World's Facebook page. Uh, and it's, the, it's actually the, the We Campaign Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash the We Campaign, then you will see the live, uh, the live stream there. And um, if you like the page, then you'll get notified uh, it, when, the, when the event is starting. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all are probably interested in knowing who's going to be speaking, right? Of course, of course. Well, this year, 
we've well we've had some extraordinary guests over the years. Fabienne Cousteau was about two years ago. Um, who are some of the wonderful illuminary guests that we have had? Oh, man, yeah, there have been, there've been so some many. amazing folks. Uh, Gary Nell. Gary, Gary Nell, was Nell a, we brought one was, year. Was uh, one of the guests once. And, uh, uh, yeah, Barry many, Goldstein, many. the uh, wonderful musician who's working closely these days with Joe Dispenza. Um, right, he was right. uh, actually playing one year back when we were at the Meta Center. That was many right. moons ago. We just right. year after year we just have really wonderful people. This time we'll be having the founder and president of EthicalMarkets.com, Hazel Henderson, who is one of the originals in the green movement in the United States. She also helped to give rise to something called the Love Economy, and she has been a stalwart uh, supporter of renewable energies in general and solar energy in particular for literally decades, long before, uh, way ahead of the curve, I should say. We're also going to have Dar Jamal, who's an internationally renowned journalist, who is also a mountain climber and has climbed the largest mountains in the world, who wrote a very touching and actually very um, saddening book called The End of Ice as he makes his sojourn again to all of the places, Everest and others, Alaska, Montana, across the world, watching over the last 20 years the ice from the ice caps melting. And it's changed the uh, sport of of pioneering and uh, mountain climbing dramatically. And uh, he interviews scientists and park rangers and the like, and you just get to see in a very vivid terms what it is that's going on on our planet as a result of global warming. Uh, most people talk about it as climate change. I'm rather insistent based on a lesson I learned from when I interviewed Paul Hawken, the author of so many books I can't even tell from the, uh, from the um, uh, age of, com- not the age of commerce, the, uh, the ecology of commerce, all the way to uh, drawdown which is a proposal for ending global warming. Um, it's a very radical and wonderful book. But he says that we should be speaking about global warming. Climate change is inevitable. It's always been. It always will be. There's no way to change that, and nor should we. But we can change what's called anthropocentric uh, global warming, which is our activity, our human species activity, at warming the earth through various Pollutive, contaminative practices. So uh, right, some some people say climate disruption. I, I kind of like that's that right. because that's instead right. of that's good. just climate change, because you know, well, so what? It gets warmer, right. it gets colder, but it's actually being disrupted, and that's what it's being disrupted. All these that's right. That's a much more yeah. accurate term than climate change. Yeah. That is a very good way. Or, as I like to quote Robin Williams as having said, uh, global grilling, which has another (laughs) twist to the subject. Um, And to come back then, uh, so we have Hazel Henderson coming on. We have uh, Dar Jamal, the End of Ice author. Then we have Hank Rogers, who is the founder of Blue Planet Foundation. He's in Hawaii, and he did something just spectacular. He met with the Hawaiian legislature, Rick, and 
through a series of meetings that I think lasted several years, he finally worked out with them that they would agree to ban, legally ban, fossil fuels in the state of Hawaii by the year 2045. Now, we want to see that ended long before that, but we're dealing with politicians. What are you going to do? He did his best, you know. And uh, so Hank will be with us as well. And we also have several indigenous leaders as well, Uh, Mm -hmm. one who will be opening up the ceremony with a prayer. We have a couple of wonderful musicians. Why don't you talk a little bit about the rest of our activity? So um, Grandmother Shannon Crossbear, who is an Ojibwe Irish person, Um, she will be opening, as you said, and she is also we the world's coordinator for our campaign for interdependence so it's very interesting and when i think of interdependence i think of indigenous wisdom and how yes. they have been able to live sustainable sustainably with the earth for so many millennia yes. yeah. um so and i believe that her granddaughter is also one of the speakers who's going to be in the uh Intergeneral, uh, intergenerational dialogue on yeah. on climate. Uh, Brianna, her name is Brianna Rain Skildrum, um, and uh, let's see who else. Oh, Sue Blythe is um, the um, the uh, coordinator of We the World's campaign for the environment, and she's the founder of the Climate Collaboratory which is doing all kinds of interesting things, uh, bringing in uh, people uh, in her local area, which is Florida, and then people from around the world in Africa and all all different parts of the world to be part of this whole, uh, you know, looking to change the story of how we're we're even talking about climate so that we can – uh, especially with the uh, up-and-coming newer generations, um, mm-hmm. deal with it and accelerate this transition that we want to make to the green economy, which is what Hazel Henderson always talks about. Um, so then um, in terms of performers, uh, we're going to hear from Heidi Little, who is also one of We the World's coordinators for the uh, children and, and youth campaign and she's an award-winning singer song songwriter and vocalist um and she plays uh guitar as as well um and let's see uh oh we're going to hear from Pramik, right you want to say something about Pramik russell tubbs exactly Pramik yeah. has this uh wonderful background as a musician he played with John McLaughlin, the Electric Light Orchestra, I believe it was called, right, Rick? Um, That's amazing. He's got wow. a stunning professional musical career, and for good reason. He is a real heartfelt, talented musician. I mean, you can almost feel his heart being blown through the flute. You know, that's one way I really kind of put it. I feel it's very, very touching, and he'll be opening up the entire evening. So uh, we want to really encourage you all, as Rick was saying, we're going to have several really quality musicians, an intergenerational dialogue panel 
on the environment and uh, some really exceptional speakers who are very committed. I, I really want to get this point across. All of us here, in fact, Rick started something that I'm also uh, part of called We Power America, and it is a vision and an effort to bring renewable energy forward on all rooftops across our planet. And, well, let me focus first on America, then we'll do We Power the World. Um, and, uh, you know, we really believe this is possible, and this is not just some kind of, like, uh, lovely belief system. This is something that we work at actively in a few different ways. And I wanted to bring that notion forward that each person that we are having on t on uh, April 22nd in celebration and honor of Mother Earth are wholly committed in protecting her, the ecosystem, which is another way of saying life itself. And uh, we have so many people who are walking around the planet doing their thing and having a good time or not having a good time, killing each other and doing all sorts of things, you know. And it's really, there's a lot to be sad about but there's also a lot to be joyous about. And we feel that this celebration is both sobering on one hand. We don't make believe that things aren't kind of as bad as they are and challenging. But then we flip that coin and we say, let's celebrate our mother and let's do everything we can in our power to stem the tide, quite literally. Rick, would you like to add some last words here? Sure. Um so, and one thing I wanted to mention is that this is part of sort of an annual flow, an annual cycle that, that we've been doing every year. So in September, we're going to be doing 11 Days of Global Unity, 11 Ways to Change the World. And um, so this is kind of uh, our, you know, mid-year mid um, event that, that uh, with this, this uh, cycle. And... The other thing I want to mention is that this, this is the end of what we call Earth Month, which starts on the equinox, which was the original proposed Earth Day. Yeah. So from March 20th to April 22nd, uh, that's Earth Month. So this will be the culmination of all of these activities, which include World Water Day and all kinds of other that's things. Right. Um, We're running so out I'm of looking time forward here, to this. Rick. Yes, this is so exciting. So, so. Absolutely, absolutely. I want yeah. to just thank you for your commitment as well and all the actual hands-on help you provide on putting sure. this together. So, folks, hello and goodbye. We hope to see you <laughs> on April 22nd. Visit, as Rick was saying, we.net, Mitchell J. Rabin for a better world. Look forward to seeing you all very soon.